a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry. Hey, welcome back to the program, Episode 9. Thank you for joining us. Lee Lonsberry is my name. This program we've called Live Mike because the mic is live and uh, we're here chatting back and forth. It's a two-way conversation. I'd love to hear from you. 57500 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Love to hear what you have going on uh, this coming weekend. Specifically, I'd like to know if you are aware of any foot races going on New Year's Day. I would love to uh, share some of that information. Uh, maybe participate in one myself to kick off the new year and uh, recommit myself to, to fitness and exercise. I've gotten away from it a little bit. I have told you a few times about this new baby I had. And uh, if you are a parent, you probably know better than I uh, that sometimes your routines get a little uh, jumbled up a little bit. And you got to kind of reassess how it is you go about taking care of yourself in a physical fitness type uh, uh, vein. If that uh, was your uh, something you did, a hobby of yours, uh, you got to find new time for to do that. I try. I set the alarm this morning for 5 a.m. I was going to wake up. I was going to go running, uh, do a lap uh, downtown Salt Lake City here. And if I'm honest, I hit snooze a few times and uh, ran out of time to do that uh, run. So I, I, I need to. I'm going to use January one as my day to to recommit to that. So five seven five zero zero. If you're aware of anything going on that day that could help me recommit to physical fitness into the new year. Anyway, uh, let's uh, shift gears dramatically right here, and I'm going to ask you if you're familiar uh, with an author named Jules Verne. Jules Verne, uh, twenty thousand leagues under the sea. Uh, blah blah blah. Anyway, he wrote a book. In 1863, it was called Paris in the 20th Century. He wrote the book in 1863, and the premise of the book was uh, Jules Verne's predictions for what Paris would be like in August of 1960. So you follow that there? He writes this in 1863, and in 1960, uh, that's when he set his book. So there were about 100 years in between, 97 years in between when he wrote it and then the future uh, setting in which it takes place. He uh, made all sorts of predictions. He talked about uh, something that w- would look like a fax machine. A, a transmitter of images, a fax machine. He talks about uh, electromagnetic, uh, electromagnetic trains. He talks about internal combustion engines. All of this uh, predicted by Jules Verne in 1863. Well, uh, here's what happened. He writes that book. He brings it to his publisher. He's under contract. He's got to produce a few books. Uh, his publisher says, hey, uh, Jules, this is absurd. It's cynical. It's terrible. It's not marketable. This does not fulfill the terms of our agreement. Please start again. So Vern had written that whole book, and he puts it in the drawer, and he goes on to write uh, instead uh, to satisfy the terms of his contract with his publisher. He writes 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. And you and I uh, maybe have read that. We were certainly assigned it in high school. If we read it, uh, it's probably, uh, it depends on our own uh, dedication to excellence. I uh, will admit that I never read it in high school. Anyway, uh, years go by. Years and years go by. The estate of Jules Verne has some of his furniture. And uh, there's a desk, a drawer 
in that desk is opened. And in that drawer, this is 1994, 1994, that desk drawer is opened. Inside is discovered the manuscript of that, uh, of that book of uh, Jules Verne, Paris in the 20th Century. It's published, uh, and we now have access to it today. And the reason I bring that up is because in, in this topic, or in this segment rather, I wanted to talk a little bit about predictions. Uh, I have this uh, hobby of mine where I go back and look at old newspapers, and it's something I came across uh, the other day were some predictions made about uh, the year 2020. Uh, and I'll talk about those in a second, but let me wrap up this Jules Verne deal here. Uh, Jules Verne got a lot right, uh, and he got a lot wrong. And the fascinating uh, thing about this book right now is the context in which we're able to read it. We know that it was written in 1863. We know that it was written describing an era 97 years into the future. We are now uh, some 60 years separated uh, from then. And we now are able to know uh, how good those predictions panned out and if given uh, uh, 60 extra years, if they, uh, the ones he got wrong uh, ever did come to fruition. Uh, internal combustion cars, he got that right. Uh, he got uh, electromagnetic trains, correct. He got fax machines, uh, correct. He talks about uh, a, uh, an electronic method of communication akin to text messages or chat rooms uh, of today. It's fascinating stuff. It is uh, fascinating when, <clears throat> when uh, futurists, as sometimes they're called, uh, predict the future and get it right. The Nostradamus types. Uh, well, anyway, sometimes it's a bit more simple than that. Let me walk through a few of those. Uh, the Daily Spectrum, that's a newspaper down in St. George, Utah. In 1997, they predicted that Summit County would triple in size. Uh, almost, just about doubled. Uh, so there's one little observation. Another one, uh, this one comes out of Provo Daily Herald, 1994. Uh, they printed an article, headline says, Baby Boomers to Spur Arthritis Epidemic. It reads, Baby Boomers, by their sheer numbers, create health trends, and by the year 2020, they'll cause the number of Americans with aching hips, knotted knuckles, and painful knees to soar to 59.4 million. Here's the interesting number. Or nearly one out of five people, Center Disease Control and Prevention predicted. So uh, who knows if uh, if that's actually the case. I don't know if arthritic baby boomers are burdening us as uh, gravely as was predicted in 1994. Uh, but uh, you know what? You know what would help? Uh, you get out and do one of these uh, foot races with me on New Year's Day. Uh, tell the world that you are uh, vigorous and that you have uh, blood coursing through your veins and you've got some spirit uh, and some exhilaration. Uh, show that out me out there with me uh, on New Year's Day. Anyway, uh, last few moments of this segment, we're going to talk about a few of these other uh, predictions. Um, back in 1999, there was a doctor, a futurist, predicted that uh, life expectancy in the year 2020 would reach 100. Uh, and that's not right. Globally, it's 72.6. Uh, another prediction, computers will be invisible. How would we know? Uh, books will be dead. Uh, I think personally, I have moved almost exclusively to ebooks. I am reading from the print, from a printed piece of paper right now, uh, but I'm big into the Kindle stuff right now. Uh, your every move will be tracked. Same futurist predicting this back in 1999. I think that's uh, pretty much true. World's population will reach 8 billion. Um, uh, I think we're almost there. Yeah, 7.7 .7 right now. Uh, what else? We'll have self-driving cars. We're on the cusp, right? Uh, we know that Tesla has the assisted driving. We see these YouTube videos here and there. Um, 
of uh, people falling asleep at the wheel. Uh, and we know that Google has been sending cars on uh, millions of miles uh, worth of road trips, uh, showing that that's working. Uh, we are not fully reliant on it yet, but we are on the way. Uh, another prediction here, it will be normal to retire at 70. I think that might be uh, pretty well true. I, I, I predict that I'll be working maybe until uh, that age of my own life. Anyway, there are a handful of other uh, predictions here. Later on in the program, we'll have some time to talk more about them. They're interesting. I would, though, uh, I'm going to keep track of uh, some things here on today's program, and I'd like you to help. If you have predictions, let's say uh, 20 years down the road. In my perfect world, uh, you and I are still chatting here on the radio together 20 years down the road. And instead of Episode 9, maybe we'll be talking about Episode 5000. That'd be all right. So why don't we do this? Maybe a little time capsule today, and you guys can help me start it off. 575 that's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Why don't you send me a note? Tell me what you think will be either the technological, the, so- the social, the socioeconomic, any predictions you may have for either the state of the Utah, state of Utah, the United States of America, or the world. Five seven five zero zero. If you got a moment, send it over, and we'll file it away. in twenty years ago, or twenty years uh, from now, when you and I are here speaking, uh, I'll share with you uh, what you guys have predicted, and we'll see if we uh, got things right. Anyway, quick break. Next up, we're going to talk. Uh, about road safety. Uh, There is some real traveling going on right now. There's some real, uh, real traveling after the holidays, in between them at least. And as folks head home, uh, we got to make sure they're doing so safely. That's next up. Uh, There's good stuff. Stick around. Live Mike is the name of the program. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.